Hello and welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And uh, here on our Thursday show, the Newsreel, we talk about mainly movie and TV news. Uh, but before we get into the news aspect of this show, uh, Jeremy, let's warm up with our usual TNR question of the day. And so uh, last month, Top Gun Maverick was released 30 years after us. Uh, I'm sorry, 36 years after its original release and really has been killing it in the box office. I can't believe what after their third week in the box office it's still made over 50 mil. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty crazy. But I'm not that surprised because the movie is really good. Go check out our episode on Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we do have guests on that episode. But also, what other movies have come out that can like rival it right now? You know what I mean? Jurassic World Dominion. Check out that episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this coming Monday. Uh-oh. This coming soon, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that just came out. So... Uh, but I'm not I'm not that surprised because I'm I'm I feel like people nowadays rely heavily on like critic reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's Jurassic Park, but I don't know if the other ones have been doing well enough to be like, oh, there's the third one. Uh, and Top Gun, I feel like has been getting good word of mouth. So yeah, it's been getting amazing word of mouth, uh, and you get repeat customers like yourself and i yeah <laughs> i've gone i've seen it three times you've seen it at least twice am I yeah right? i've seen it two times yeah yeah so uh i would imagine well because i mean we're recording this on wednesday june 15th and um jurassic world Dom- dominion came out uh last weekend and, and obviously it finished first at the box office because you know you get the kids and then obviously the super fans uh that have been uh, loyal fans of the Jurassic uh, franchise since what 1993 when the original one came out, and so obviously it's always going to have uh, like a really good for opening weekend, and so the, I guess the true test will be this coming weekend on the second weekend because mm-hmm. again, like you said, usually that the second and third weekends will rely heavily on review like critic reviews and word of mouth. Yeah. Uh- for a movie like this, it's going to either like live or die based on how much it drops off in its second weekend. Yeah, exactly. But uh, again, check out our episode on Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we had a real life uh, pilot join our episode as a, as a guest, our, our, uh, our family, um, what was that? technically our nephew, right? AJ? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting that, but yeah, technically a nephew. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, he's he's hella old now. He's already in his early 20s now. He's just a little younger than you are. So, uh, but again, uh, check that out. Uh, but want to do a rough segue into our TNR question of the day. I mentioned Top Gun Maverick because of the sequel. And so our question of the day, Jeremy, is what's a movie that you think deserves a sequel? And so the caveat is that it can't be a movie that has already had a sequel or a reboot. Uh, so yeah, okay. Top Gun Maverick doesn't really count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was originally going to say dread, you know, cause we talked about that movie back in what season one of the yeah. weekly reel. Oh, season two, actually season two. It was a good movie though. It was. That's why I was th- thinking it would have. A, it would be great if they made a sequel. They. I. I feel like that's a very easy 
um, answer to give. Because I also mentioned a lot in that episode that we talked about it. So I'm going to give a different one. I'm going to say Bloodsport. <laughs> With Jean-Claude Van Damme. I feel oh, like goodness. that does still deserves a sequel if they could still make it with jcvd man blood wow and for the layman who is jcvd yeah jean-claude van damme (laughs) so he that movie came out in was it 86 or 87 88 crap i forgot i forget let me look that up real quick i think it might be 88 because 87 was predator and he was going to be, <laughs> Jean-Claude was going to be the Predator, and then the, he, he left. <laughs> 88, right? Yeah, it is 88, yeah. I just checked it. But imagine, like, a new martial arts tournament with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I would watch that. Yeah, I mean, if they came out with something, if they, like, announced it now, try to get the thing casted, obviously, you got to bring, you got to bring back Jean-Claude Van Damme. If, you, if it comes out in 2023, 35 year anniversary. Mm-hmm, that's what I'm nice, saying. Yeah, nice round number ish. Like, I don't think it even needs to take itself seriously. I would still have like that 80s vibe. Heck, even if it was like a Netflix original, mm-hmm. I'd watch. A la it. like Karate Kid. Exactly, like Karate Kid or With Cobra Kai. So, yeah, Cobra Kai. I was gonna say like maybe in that same vein. I haven't watched the show really, but it's kind of just like. You know, that vibe. Right. I mean, I haven't watched Cobra Kai either, but literally every person that I know has been trying to get me to watch that show because uh, they actually say that it's a really quality show. I mean, it's already been multiple seasons. I think it's at least three seasons in, I believe. Mm -hmm. And especially if, uh, and they're like, hey, you know, especially if you're a fan of the original Karate Kid movies with uh, uh, Ralph Macchio. Dude, you like eventually it is on my list. I definitely do want to watch it, but then again, uh, I think I've I've gotten behind on it, and now it's like more of a daunting time investment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when it has like mo- more than two seasons, then it starts to become a it's like oh, if I get into it, I have to commit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like because it, it you know doesn't rely on cgi or like a lot of post-production i feel like this show has been like clockwork it'll come out with a new season every year um like you know most i guess network tv shows but this one is on on netflix and you know like they they like to release everything all at once mm-hmm. yeah but yeah blood sport for me how about you man yeah, that's a good one uh for me i mean we talked about top gun maverick at the top and this guy seems to never age. Yes, I'm talking about another Tom Cruise movie. Oh, shoot. And it's a it's a movie that I know that you love and it's something that I love. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. I man, I, I almost thought you were going to say Minority Report. <laughs> that would be a good one too, uh but I feel like that one like ended in a good uh space and yeah. I don't know if you could come up with a coherent enough plot where a second one would be good and and so like when i was thinking about my answer for this uh for this particular question i was trying to think of a of a way where the sequel will actually live up to the expectations of the first one you know because i was kind of thinking of like movies like bridesmaids but you know usually with a, a a sequel to like a comedy 
It usually it, it usually ends like horribly. <coughs> Dumb and Dumber too. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that one was called. <laughs> right. But I feel like there's enough uh, leeway where you know, like you can you could somehow kind of mess with the uh, the plot a little bit, get creative with it, especially with you know different aliens. You could come up with something you know different than the whole time aspect, uh, where you get you know you could spend maybe the first um half of the movie trying to figure out okay what's the what's the thing now for edge of tomorrow 2 is it going to be another like time bending adventure sci-fi adventure or is it going to be uh something completely different see that's a good i don't know what i would do for edge of tomorrow 2 because i know that there was talks that they're gonna make one i don't know if it's still in development or not but since tom cruise is busy making like Mission Impossibles. Yeah. That's a good one, though. It's well, just going to be very hard to live up to the first one. Right, right. I mean, maybe you could... Uh, I don't know uh, about completely biting off... Uh, 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 eh, it was an okay movie, I thought. That Chris Pratt Amazon movie. What was that? Oh, The Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow... Yeah. Maybe you could kind of borrow similar principles. Maybe it's more of a time jump. Or mm. yeah, maybe it's more of a... Instead of like reliving the same day where it's like more of like Groundhog Day, maybe you're like the plot is like we'll do like a crazy flash forward where or maybe flash back. You know, maybe you could have a D.H. Tom Cruise or maybe a <laughs> like an older, like elderly Tom Cruise, even though he never really ages in, in real life. But I, I feel like you get a little bit more creative with because, uh, you know, it's sci fi, you know, you kind of like to suspend your belief with some of these things that's true imagine like tom cruise kind of t- traveling through time teaming up with other tom cruises <laughs> it's just he looks the same yeah exactly uh sometimes you get a little bit more wrinkles sometimes not yeah i mean he's had a clone before in yeah. maybe another movie that would deserves a sequel oblivion so Ooh, yeah, yeah. that would be a good one too because that one technically would qualify as well. Yeah, same director as Top Gun Maverick. Exactly, so. exactly. Uh, I did have, real quick, a <laughs> I wanted to pitch an idea to you just because I wanted another shameless plug for one of our other episodes. Go ahead. I was thinking, <laughs> doing a Mean Girls 2, where it's... Isn't there actually a Mean Girls 2? Wait, not is with, there? There is, but oh. it's not Lindsay Lohan or anything. Oh, well... It's, it's like a retread of the first one. Oh, I was thinking about doing like a uh, like a an actual Mean, mean Girls too with the original cast, but well, the first one came out in two thousand four. You can have it come out in twenty twenty four, and then it being a twenty year high school reunion. Oh crap, that's a good one. Actually, I'm like trying to pitch that idea, and so um, if someone wants to pitch that idea, give me the residuals. I'll just take. I'm fine with ten percent of the take. <laughs> I'm not too greedy. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, get, you got to get it released before 2024. Exactly. Well, get it in uh, starting oh, yeah, get production it, yeah. so that yeah. you release it in 2024. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll 10%. And you know what? I'll cut you in because, you know, it'll be a weekly real thing. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jeremy, let's get right into our uh, TV topic since I am the TV guy. And so, dude, there's so much TV going on. 
Uh, this is actually a show that debuted last Wednesday. Um, again, recording this on June 15th. And so we actually are two episodes in to the latest Disney Plus show. Uh, I'm sorry, the MCU Disney MC, Plus yeah. shows <laughs> uh, with uh, Miss Marvel. And so this week's TV topic is on episodes one and two. Uh, episode two debuted uh, earlier today. And so we want to issue that spoiler warning. Uh, we're actually going to be um, talking about plot points uh, within uh, the first two episodes. So if you do not want to get spoiled on Miss Marvel, hit that pause button right now. Watch it on Disney+. Plus. It's only about a little less than two hours combined with the two episodes. Not too much of a time investment. So um, And then come back. Join the conversation. So Jeremy... Before I get into my question, uh, do you want to share some of your first impressions of the first couple of episodes of Miss Marvel? All right. For I was thinking about this because I knew this was, question was coming. The first episode I really liked a lot. We mentioned, uh, we compared it to a couple Spider-Man movies. I felt like there was that, that youthfulness, a certain bounce to it. I really enjoyed the first episode. Uh-huh. The second episode... I didn't like as much. Mm. Um, there was, I feel there, there was a lot of character work which I liked, but it was, it felt very, uh, I don't know, something about it. It's like ah, this doesn't feel like it matters. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, I, I did, you know, the the usual training montage, kind of getting used to their powers, and uh, but at the same time, I wasn't. I didn't feel emotionally invested yet. Okay. Con- considering that they're building up the character, and I wasn't really feeling as much of it as I thought I would in terms of what they were trying to do in the episode, which is kind of weird because I did like the first episode. Yeah, I mean, I, for the most part, yeah, I agree with you in that uh, the first episode uh, I felt was more top-notch than the uh, second episode. Like you said, it was more of a character-building episode. Uh, they uh, introduced a couple of new um, characters, especially one for uh, Kamala, uh, what a love interest for Kamala. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you get the reveal at the very end of the episode where his mom, uh, and again, I've only seen it the one time, and so correct me if I'm wrong, is, wait, what was the guy's name again? Uh, was it like Cameron? Cam? Cameron? Cam? Something? Yes. Cameron? So, Cam, uh, Cameron? I think you remind me. You're probably right. Cameron. Let me just look that up real quick. Oh, yes, it is Cameron. K-A-M-R-A-N. And so that reveal at the very end where I guess his mom, uh, I guess, looked familiar to... Um, to Kamala in terms of like the way she looks. So we're just now at, you know, at that part where part where we're kind of speculating, okay, who is this lady? Yeah. Yeah. Cause remember when she was saving the, the kid that was falling out the window and stuff. Yeah. And it was then she cool. got scared from this lady that popped up. I feel like that's the same lady. Yeah. Like you, like you, I've only watched it one time and, but just from quick glance, I think they were the same person. Right. And I feel like this is definitely an episode that is going to set up more of an explanation of where we're going with the rest of the, the I guess, the main plot of this season of Miss Marvel, you would hope, uh, because I feel like 
this is more of like a oh dum 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 okay mm-hmm. not only is it just uh, a love interest but now i feel like we're gonna get in the meat of meat and potatoes of where the main i guess mcu part of the plot is because like you mentioned earlier we've really only been like introduced to uh to kamala uh with bruno and nakia and then obviously you know the uh kamala's family and so like we're we're just kind of learning a lot of oh we're doing a lot of world building i should say Mm -hmm. um what i'm worried about once again the pacing of this episode was a bit slow Right. And considering that it's probably going to only be six episodes. <laughs> th- Sound like a broken record, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm keep having to say it for all these Disney Plus shows. They're going to rush it again at this pace. It's like it, they're going to rush the last two episodes. Episode five is probably going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then episode six is going to like throw it all down the drain. I'm just kidding. No, like and <laughs> it's just going to be rushed. It's not going right. to be bad, I bet. But at this pace, once we're going again... Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, but all signs point towards that happening once again. Right. Um, the, and, and here's the weird part, you know, with the whole six versus eight or what, however many episodes, more than six. I'm surprised uh, the MCU, Marvel Studios, didn't want to do like a longer season where if they do that, it's actually, it com- it lessens the amount of breaks you know of you know the weeks in between each of the each of the shows Mm -hmm. so i'm surprised they didn't want to like lengthen it yeah what's the next show is it she hulk i think it's she hulk yeah and that's in this fall isn't it i I believe so i think there's like literally going to be one every quarter yeah i think you're right and then obviously the movies but it's like yeah even if they had a couple more weeks on ms marvel like well, maybe they're trying to, because Thor: Love and Thunder comes out July eight. So yes, yeah, but I that shouldn't know. take away from the uh, from like the box office thing because you still have to go watch the movie in the theater anyway. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> and episodes come out on Wednesdays. So right. <laughs> anyway, let me quickly get into the my actual question. Yeah. Uh, so far in these first two episodes, what is the best thing that Miss Marvel has brought to the MCU so far? You know, I think it's the youthfulness. Uh, mm. I actually really do like the Kamala Khan character right now. Like, mm. she's not annoying. Because sometimes young characters can be annoying, uh, even if they're, like, teenager high school. Obviously, they can be very whiny in some areas. But I feel like she's she's done really well. She's written well. Uh, you understand how she's feeling. Like, when she was kind of pining over... Uh, Kamran, like there was uh, the rose tinted glasses kind of literally in her mind and we got to see that. I thought that was kind of uh, interesting to see. I thought, I think that's, she's probably, she's easily the best thing about the show, but everything around it seems, uh, isn't catching up to like kind of her excitement. Are you you talking about the part where she was like kind of doing her dance around or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that was easily the best part of the episode, episode two. It was it it brought an energy uh, that I appreciate a very youthful energy like you were talking about mm-hmm, because it is cringy but it makes mm-hmm. sense because that's as a teenager you feel that way mm-hmm. when you uh, like your crush kind of mm-hmm. like does something 
I don't know, talks to you. And in this case, she was like a, a driving lesson, even though she almost crashed a Porsche. Right. And, and you know what? I appreciated that uh, that scene, too, because it actually reminded me of another show that I recently watched, uh, Euphoria. There was a Zendaya scene uh, in this latest uh, season, uh, season two, uh, where it was kind of like that whole performance aspect. You get to see a more carefree, uh, you know, uh, high school, um, high school student, high school girl that is just, you know, having a good time. And really that's, you know, there's these periods of our, in our life where, you know, we just act kind of silly and everything because things are going so well. And it, you know, it's something that everyone can uh, identify with and relate see, to. See, I, I like that part of the episode, but some other things just, I don't know, didn't work for me in episode two. Okay, okay. For me, um, I agree with you. That was like one of the things that I did like, the energy. Uh, but for me, the other thing that I've appreciated is the the style. Uh, and we've talked about this. Dude, it's literally like watching Into the Spider-Verse in live action where you get to play around with uh the way it's being filmed the presentation is uh fresh i feel like um even just like the on-air graphics and and how it kind of it it feels like a real a real good use of like augmented reality even though you know this is again like a comic book uh tv show and uh, I feel like the directors are just knocking it out of the park. I, I don't, you know what, let me look up the directors. I want to give them credit for it because they have been, I don't know, they, they've been just doing such a really good job doing that. And um, I, it's something that I appreciate. Yeah, the style is, it is, mo- it's like movie tier, you know, mm-hmm. like some of the stuff uh, I really enjoy like i'm like oh and i wouldn't have thought of that and it kind of goes with like like i was saying the youthful energy that the show is trying to convey but this yeah i the directing is easily like one of the better things but some of the story needs to pick it up a little bit i think it will be um i i feel like uh hopefully the the main plot isn't too convoluted you know, yeah. I feel like obviously we're going to get more into uh, the cons, uh, you know, Kamala's family's like past, especially with the um, what do they call it again? The 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 bangle bangle. Yeah. bangle. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like we're we're headed towards that. By the way, the uh, directors are Adil L. Arby. We got Bilal Falal. Uh, Mira Menon and Charmine. Oh, oh man, I can't even pronounce it. But I think the first two names were really uh, the main ones that um, that we've seen kind of in the behind the scenes stuff. Have Have you seen the um, I guess behind the scenes of the Miss Marvel thing that uh, pops up? A little bit. Uh, I've seen like uh, some interviews and uh, yeah. them talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I I'm all in on this uh, on this show. Um, so I'll kind of reserve judgment uh, based off of what next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Next week. Episode three. Halfway point. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I'm actually going to bring another TV topic because 
I was thinking, yeah, there's some movie news right now, but they announced something a little bit special uh, for Netflix, and that's going to be Squid, Squid Game Season 2 is officially announced. I didn't know that it wasn't already announced because I thought it was just a given already. Um, but, yeah, we're officially going to be getting a Squid Game Season 2. Season 1 Worldwide Phenomenon. And my question for you is, what storyline are you looking forward to pick back up again? Or kind of dive... Like, which storyline do you think is going to come back? Like, what I'm basically saying is that I know that the cop kind of died, the detective guy. Mm -hmm. But he's not dead. He's definitely not dead. And uh, so which storyline are you looking forward to the most? Or you think might come back oh i think we're going to get uh i guess a vigilante of uh wait what was his name again uh oh my goodness oh the main character the main character yeah i mean he's got the uh he's got the the really bright hair uh (laughs) towards the end of season one i hope they get rid of that i i do too i hope i hope it actually gets darker somehow um and I feel like he was supposed to be happy at the end. It was supposed to be a happy ending. But then obviously it took a turn where, you know, he was he was not happy in that, you know, there's there's going to be more. Because, like, obviously there's going to be, like, uh, there's going to be people that have a lot of money that are still going to, uh, go through the whole betting of the this underground squid game thing and uh i feel like he's gonna go out of his way to exact some revenge because dude it ruined so many lives obviously so many people got killed in season one he almost got killed mm. and almost ruined his family obviously ruined his almost ruined his life yeah he's got a crap ton of money but really how much can that buy in terms of happiness and so he obviously doesn't want this thing to continue because if he did he would have just lived happily ever after with his daughter uh but you you know something's gonna happen and i feel like we're gonna get batman i'm just kidding we're gonna get some sort of vigilante (laughs) behavior (laughs) see that's what i'm wondering do you think that we're gonna get another squid game with like different games like, do you think he'll voluntarily go into another Squid Game? But then that doesn't make sense if he's trying to take down the Squid Games. Right. Um, I want to say it's going to be something similar to Hunger, Hunger Games. Hunger Games? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where they're going to bring back certain, like, champions or whatever. I feel like they're going to borrow a little bit of that plot um, from past winners. So there's going to be some sort of quarter <laughs> quell. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but then i feel like they're gonna have it'll be like uh on a smaller scale but then i feel like the games are gonna be that much crazier um but we'll see i feel like maybe for each game only one person will be killed at a time instead mm. of like a mass killing like <laughs> when we were first introduced to it um i guess my i mean if they go that route i feel like we're gonna get a lot more plot so i I think it'll naturally be slower. Yeah. Um, especially since like the big reveals were in 
season one. And so I don't know. I'm going to try to temper my expectations for season two just because I don't, I mean, it's going to be a tough act to follow. Yeah, I agree because they tied up a lot of stuff that I feel like if, if they didn't make a season two, it's fine. But the one storyline I'm looking forward to is the, the cop. Uh, I feel like he's still alive because his brother's still alive, the one who shot him, the right. guy in the black mask. Um, and I just feel like he's not dead. Uh, I remember the cop was going through like files and that there was different years and champions and winners and stuff of the Squid Game. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was setting up a possible season two that they're going to bring back like champions or winners from previous years, put them in the games again for whatever reason. And then uh, our main character is pretty much going to try to use that to his, his, to his advantage, pretty much. Kind of just like, these are the best of the best of the games. We don't know how they won mm-hmm. in previous years. It could have been nobly. It could have been dirty. You never know. I feel like that's what's going to make these new games interesting. But... Yeah, like you said, it's going to be a tough act to follow, I feel like. I know. I'm kind of curious to see if Gong Yu actually has a uh, a bigger role this time. He was basically yeah. kind of like a cameo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, I don't I don't feel like he's going to get one. I feel like it is more like a cameo. Uh, but, yeah, Gong Yu, if he comes back, that would be, that'd be great. But, like I said, the guy in the black mask, uh, Lee Byung-hun, would, I feel like I'm looking forward to what his character is going to bring since we got that huge reveal. It's like, Oh shoot. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh man. I'm kind of curious to see if they try to uh, tie in. uh, What was the name of the uh, number one? Oh, the number one is the old guy. Yeah. I forgot his name, but he, he, he died at the, in season one, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of curious to see if he has like a family member because remember, it's revealed that he's like this rich dude, right? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious if like uh, maybe like one of his family members or whatever um, kind of, I don't know. They kind of kind of write a story where they involve his family or whatever. They might even have him, uh, this person, be like the the one who kind of takes the mantle of running the squid games or whatever so you kind of get that connection between season one and potential season two yeah do you think we're gonna get like a descendant of the old man and they're gonna be in the games again Ooh, secretly? yeah it could be, yeah it could be like a, a yeah someone that's young athletic or whatever or maybe even a past winner yeah never know they could have rigged it <laughs> exactly i mean because you never know i mean mm-hmm. i feel like especially with this much money this much power um you can like literally just uh rig the whole game um just so that you know same people keep winning or whatever or making money off of it yeah but even though they they did have those rules where it's supposed to be everyone has equal rights to win you know remember they did that and they were killed off because they were cheating mm-hmm. yeah so well, we'll see. Season two, though, I'm excited. Yeah, no I'll, date I'll still, yet, though, right? <laughs> no date yet. Yeah, I, I'm still gonna watch it, and uh, I'm curious to see if they do something similar to, to Stranger Things, where they release like a first batch uh, of episodes, build that hype or whatever, and then release another. You know, like the the ending of season two. If they mm. if they start adopting that, 
um, that philosophy. I hope it's just week to week. <laughs> it's never going to be like that for Netflix, though. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> but the best we can hope for is at least the volume one, volume two um, release schedule. Uh, but anyway, Jeremy, um, we do have a main show. Uh, do you actually want to preview what we have upcoming for this coming Monday? Yeah, this coming Monday, June 20th, uh, we're going to get a bit of a mix of the new and a little bit of the old. So we're going to get a, some nostalgia as we deal with a reality where dinosaurs roam freely around the world in the conclusion of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World with Jurassic World Dominions. So we got the new cast, you know, Chris Pratt and the gang, and we also got Sam Neill and the gang yeah. coming back. Uh, it's gonna, it's doing well, I think, fairly well at the box office right now, and I'm excited. I'm pretty curious on what your thoughts are. I'm pretty sure they're going to be pretty similar to mine. I feel like, even though. Uh, but we might have a guest, so I think that's going to make things uh, a little bit more interesting because I feel like this person, Jacob, I'm going to just say his name right. <laughs> He's been on the show like five times already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, huge Jurassic Park dinosaur fan. Yeah. And uh, I feel like my predictions is that he actually liked it. That's my predictions. Right, he is a super fan. And mm-hmm. I, I, I actually know... Uh, of another super fan who was asking me about the movie. They told me that they liked it a lot. And hmm. so I was like, okay, I could probably see that same scenario happening, happening for, for Jacob as well. I, I Again, I, I agree with you. I think he's going to like it a lot. That's if like, he's seen it already. I, I, yeah. I hope he's seen it already. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's seen it already. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to this episode, Jacob. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, we're going to have him as a guest, and that's going to be this Monday, Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, if you want to join in on that conversation, go see it in theaters this coming weekend. Um, and it, it's a, I feel like it's a good popcorn flick at, at, at the very least after a, long, um, after a long work week, after a long mm-hmm. school week, if, if you're still in school. Um, like Jeremy is, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's not like uh like you said it's a good popcorn flick. Mm-hmm. It's a little long though, in yeah. my opinion. Maybe you could cut down like fifteen minutes, but yeah, it's uh go give it a watch so you can listen to all our thoughts on Monday. Yeah. So speaking of our thoughts, if you do want to check out uh, updates on the weekly reel or, or uh, keep up to date on on to you know what we have cooking as far as the podcast or even. Uh, how we interact with you guys, the audience. Uh, we do have social medias. How can they follow us, Jeremy? If they want to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, it's going to be at Weekly Real. And then on TikTok, it's going to be at Weekly Real Pod. Yeah. Yes, you got it right. <laughs> so, uh, well, Thank you all again for checking us out uh, on this latest edition of the Newsreel. I just wanted to remind everyone that uh, to check out uh, this last Monday's episode. Uh, we did an episode on Rush Hour 2 and Rush Hour 3. Uh, currently, the whole Rush Hour franchise is streaming on HBO Max. Uh, so definitely check that out. Also, episode 60 of our podcast was on the original Rush Hour. So check that out as well. Uh, special shout out to Francis who joined us on this latest episode. Um, also, just like Jeremy mentioned, check out our brand new episode this coming Monday, June 20th 
on Jurassic World Dominion featuring Mr. Jacob Evangelista Superfan Jurassic Park. <laughs> and it's currently out in theaters. And so, uh, again, on behalf of Andrea, who runs our social media, uh, and on behalf of my tag team partner, Jeremy, my name is Ken, and we'll see you next time on The Real. <laughs>